You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with The Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with The Bible as Literature podcast. This week, before explaining the centrality of atonement for the people, the high priest, and even the earth, Father Paul highlights the Bible's emphasis that God is the owner of all life, and life itself is linked to blood and the seed. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul, on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. Verse 33, at the end, Also for her who is sick with her impurity, that is, for anyone male or female, because first you're speaking about the male, and you add also the woman, and you say who has a discharge, and for the man who lies with a woman who is unclean. Okay? Because there is shedding of blood. And remember the strict command of God after the flood. That blood cannot be shed. Even the blood of an animal by another animal. So, hunting as a game is no fun. Actually, so-called civilized societies realize that, even without the Bible, that if you keep killing all the lions and the tigers, then you won't have lions and tigers. But the North American understands much better the seriousness when that person is told, well, if you go up, to upstate New York, you're allowed to shoot one, uh, depending on the rules, or two deer maximum a year. You cannot just go around killing deer. Learn from the Native American. They do not slaughter all bison. Because then you will not have any bison. And thus, you won't have food or shelter. So the bison for the Native American, the deer for the NATO North Americans and Canadians function as the lamb in the ancient Near East. Conclusion, God is the owner of all life that is linked not only to the blood, but also to the seed. Very important. Then, with this, we move to chapter 16, where we have rules that are very interestingly linked 
Listen to the beginning of the chapter. Linked to the death of the two sons of Aaron. Notice how the chapter begins. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron when they drew near before the Lord and died. Meaning, watch out when you approach the Most High. Tell Aaron your brother not to come at all times into the holy place within the veil. That's the Holy of Holies. Before the mercy seat, which in Hebrew means the seat of atonement. Hear it in the Hebrew. Kippurit which is from the same root as Yom Kippur, when the high priest enters once a year to atone for himself and everybody, including also the earth. Because, notice again, the terminology for I will appear in the cloud upon the mercy seat. And with this you are thrown back in the story of the cloud in the book of Exodus. And then you have strict rules. I don't need to go through them. Please read the chapter just to hear the strictness of the rules regarding the entrance into the Holy of Holy by the High Priest. And you have in detail how the goat that is offered to atone for the people is sent into the wilderness. Read the chapter, I don't want to belabor Because for me, it is the sound of the text that is important. And in 29, the seriousness of the matter is reflected in this statement. And it shall be a statute to you forever. Okay? Ad olam that in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict yourselves and shall do no work, either the native or the stranger who sojourns among you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you to cleanse you from all your sins, you shall be clean before the Lord. The first verb is yokaper or yokafer, which reflects atonement, so that you appear pure, clean. Those who know Arabic hear. Tahar, we have it in the Arabic, Tahir, Yutahir.
from all your sins before me you will be purified okay so that is the centrality of the Yom Kippur because it applies not only to the people but also to the high priest and even to the earth let's hear the ending it's a sabbath of solemn rest to you and you shall afflict yourselves it is a statute forever you have to feel what the sin did to you it made you disobedient to God who is the source of life in Hebrew the Sabbath of solemn rest is Shabbat Shabbaton you hear the power in the repetition of the root and this is a statute forever Hukat Olam a statute of the age and the priest who is anointed and consecrated as priest in his father's place shall make atonement wearing the holy linen garments he shall make atonement for the sanctuary and he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar amazing and he shall make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly the atonement includes everything that ultimately your hands have produced obviously by the command of God but you build them the sanctuary and the tent of meeting and the altar and very probably you misuse them that's why very early on we have the story of the two sons of Aaron that were not abiding by the will of God and the last verse sums it up and this shall be an everlasting statute for you the atonement may be made for the people of Israel once in the year because of all their sins and Moses did as the Lord commanded him that's the centrality of the Yom Kippur the day of the atonement then the following chapters from 17 to 26 is termed the law of holiness by scholarship it's because it stresses the holiness of God and how we are to be holy later on you shall hear this text where God says be holy as I am holy this holiness of God is very important it is central reminding you that he is taboo that is the original meaning of holy 
he is otherwise and in his presence you have to remember that now very early on in chapter 17 verse 7 we hear that the offerings that are offered to God should not be sacrifices for satyrs after whom they play the harlot and they the people shall no more slay their sacrifices for satyrs the people or the priests it's the same thing after whom they played the harlots and here you have that key word zonim as harloting and this rule applies also to the strangers that sojourn among the people and please notice the terminology where you have hager the stranger or the sojourner better to translate it as stranger because the following verb is the verb gur which I spoke extensively regarding it in Genesis 26 where you have to abide in the land as a stranger does meaning you do not possess the land that's why God was irate when the people wanted a Malik an owner of the land okay the Hebrew is very impressive Hager the neighbor which is the meaning of the Arabic shar okay Asher Yagur Betokem in the midst of you recall how very early on when Joshua enters the land the first thing he is asked to do is to gather not only those whom he had circumcised but also the stranger in the land to listen to the law of Moses so wherever you are the land is not yours and we shall hear in more detail about that in the coming chapters and you have to remember that God is the Adon Ha'ares as very early in Joshua we hear in reference to the Lord. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.